Hey there, I'm Kay Bess, and I play Persephone Brimstone in Agents of Mayhem. You're listening to the Horribly Awkward Podcast. You are. That was, that was kind of awkward. Hey guys, this is Kritzia Bajos, and I'm here with Sean on the Horribly Awkward Podcast. He's not that awkward. This is Michael Ray Bauer. I'm a 90s star, but basically I'm a star. And you're listening to the Horribly Awkward Podcast. And it's actually pretty horribly awkward. Hey, this is Hannah Tell, the voice of Max in Life is Strange. And you're listening to the Horribly Awkward Podcast. It's so awkward. Welcome to the podcast, guys. Uh, (laughs) Random Rob is here to save the day. Yeah. Yeah, what he said. I yeah. was gonna say something, but it was gonna be highly inappropriate. And I didn't want to offend nobody. Don't do that. <laughs> don't don't be inappropriate, man. Today we went from subject to subject. We're, we talked hip hop. We talked why yep. why do people have fucking face tattoos and colory hair? Uh, and we also talked about how my house almost burnt down. Almost burnt down, but then the same thing that was causing the fire put the fire out. Crazy, crazy story. Stay tuned. That's a true story. Stay tuned. And um. Yeah, just fill in with the what you're thinking. Awesome time, Rob. Thanks. Yeah. Now let's roll into the podcast. Oh, sorry. You, I thought you was laying it up for me. I oh, yeah. Let's like, do it that way. Hey, Norma. Give us a horribly awkward. Horribly awkward. Horribly awkward. Horribly awkward. Horribly awkward. Horribly awkward. Sean, dude, you're horribly awkward. Sean, I know you think this is weird, but it's not as weird as you think it is, dude. Don't do that. It's awkward. (laughs) (laughs) Well, shit, I'm just going to jump right into it then. Yeah, jump in that shit, son. Yeah, run them. Both feet. Both feet. All right. All right, all right, both feet, both feet. Huh, I gotta get myself psyched up. Huh, Trump podcast, podcast. Everybody, welcome to episode 151 of Horribly Awkward. I'm Sean, as always, and with me today, I have a very, very, very special guest, and I just checked. I, ha- I had to confirm. I was like, when was the last time this mf was on the podcast? I was like, has it been a year? So dug back on my website, and dude, you were on episode 126, and that was March 18th. So pretty, that's 11 months ago, man. Yeah, um, I'm looking at the Skype chat and everything, and it said last chatted one year ago. <laughs> Damn. Well, that's weird because you used to be on all the time, man, and you, we stopped being friends because you're like, oh, this guy's a girlfriend, I can't be his friend anymore. Like I, th- I thought that was weird. I oh, thought no. that was weird. Oh, yeah. I- the exact opposite. I was like, yes, this guy has a girlfriend. He can leave me the f- alone. <laughs> well, everybody from from the, those random Walmart uh, adventures on Instagram, a.k.a. Walmart Logs, and from the random ramblings with Rob Podcast, everybody welcome B-Rob! I'm not going to lie. I missed this. See, I'm, I'm looking forward to maybe hearing the, the applause sound effect that you usually put in there. <laughs> Oh, you didn't hear the actual like they oh sorry I had I had them muted. You guys want to give them one more? Hey hey, you guys ready? One Yay! more. Mr. B. Rob. 
Yes, yes. That, it, that just happened. <laughs> uh, this is this podcast will be on after a week after the Super Bowl, but I'm pretty sure my neighbors are like, "Oh my God, is the Super Bowl going on right now? What's the neighbor doing? Why is he clapping and going, getting all crazy? Yeah, bro." Yeah, I, I tell you what, um, I was excited for the Super Bowl because I thought the Saints was going to be in the Super Bowl, but then they got robbed, so uh, that didn't happen, and it put a damper on my. Super Bowl viewing experience for this Sunday as we record. They got be robbed. Oh, you know that, that used to be my my thing, man. I'd be like, "You got robbed," and I would kind of point the thumbs at me, then the fingers at you. That seems like a that seems like a you thing. That totally, I I I have no doubt that's true. Yes. Oh shit! I wore one one too many sweatshirts right now, and I'm hot. Hold on one second. <laughs> talk, Rob. Talk, Rob. I take this off. Yeah, take it off. Yeah. Do it ever so sensually. <laughs> okay, I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking, man. I was cold, but then now I'm like all pumped yeah. up and full energy. That way, it's like 75 degrees out there, and that's cold for you. It's. Uh, I have my thermometer set to 70. So. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's acceptable. Any anything below the degree of 70 is a uh, cold for me. Yeah. So. Yeah. When it hits like 69, it's like, oh, let's go back up to 70. <laughs> uh, well, when it hits 69, <laughs> buddy. <laughs> I leave the women. Yeah. Well, dude, yeah, man, what's up, man? It's been it's been a year. It's been been a it's been a, a hell of a ride. I don't even know that song. <laughs> it's been a hell of a ride. Yeah, man. Um, within the year span, it's just a whole bunch of shit. I almost burnt my house down. Well, I didn't actually almost burn my house down. The house almost burnt down itself. Whoa, how did I miss that? Would you, you didn't post anything on online? Because I used to I see. Oh, I must have missed it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like I said, you're in a whirlwind of a relationship whim stuff. And so you kind of. Nah, you know, but I'm still, I'm still on. You're, you're in your love bowl. <laughs> I'm still on. I'm still on Instagram. It's, well, it's, let, let me tell you the whimsical tale of how I almost lost my house. Okay, yeah, yeah let's hear this. All right, so um, wait, everything's good though. No one got hurt, right? Oh yeah, yeah. No, okay, it, okay, it, let's go. Let's let's hear. Um, so every morning I get up at like five forty-five or whatever. Before I get ready to go to work, I go in our closet, which you have to walk through the bathroom, and there's one of them, you know, larger closets. So every morning, so I don't wake my wife up because I get up before her. Go in the closet and I do a couple push-ups. You know, got to do my minimal maintenance. <laughs> On the bods and the biceps and the triceps and all that you shit. You do push-ups in the closet. Yeah. Hey, man. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, I'm, I'm comfortable in the closet. I, I mean, I have came out years ago, but that's when I first started my podcast. It was in the closet because I had no quiet place to do it. So anyway, I go in there. I'm doing my push-ups in the closet, and my socks are damp. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? So I'm ro- I'm rolling around in the closet on my knees. And there's like wet spots on the carpet. And I was like, what the fuck is this, man? So I'm, <laughs> and my ingenious thought was, all right, my socks are already soggy. So I need to mark these wet spots. I'm going to take my socks off and I'm going to put them all, all over the wet spots in the closet. <laughs> so I put a sock here, put a sock there. Well, so shit, I only got two feet. So I ran out of socks and I started grabbing old Christmas bags that we had in the closet. And I started marking all the damp spots in the carpet. <laughs> And um, I was like, all right, I need to find out where the hell this is coming from. I look up at the ceiling, nothing coming from the ceiling. And I walk upstairs, go in the um, attic where the furnace and all that stuff is, make sure nothing was up there. And then when I come back downstairs, at the front of the house, we got a half bathroom that's under the stairs next to the garage. 
and I walk toward there, and all I hear is open that little half bathroom door and water is just pouring out of the goddamn ceiling. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? So immediately I knew on the other side of that wall where all the water was coming down out of the ceiling is the hot water heater. So something must be wrong with the hot water heater. I run out, go in the garage, same shit happening on the other side. Water is just pouring from above the hot water heater, just all over the goddamn place. So I cut the water, I cut the hot water heater off and everything, water stopped. So I was like, fuck call somebody. I was like, hey, man, this shit is going down. I need y'all help. You need to come fix this shit. Fucking plumber, plumber guy came over there. I still had to go to work, so I got dressed, went to work. Uh, my wife told me when the plumber got there that um they went up in the ceiling, not above the hot water heater where all the leakage in the water was coming from, but you know, a couple feet to the left of it. They went up there. They said they didn't really see nothing, so they went in the bathroom Ripped out the whole motherfucking ceiling in there. And um, they found a pipe, PVC pipe over to the left. Had a pinhole in one of the seals. And it was just like constant stream of water just shooting into the goddamn wall and shit. So so when I seen pictures of that, I was just like, man, that little bitty stream of water couldn't have been doing all that shit. Something else is up. So um, that was 11 o'clock that morning. They fixed it all up. And um, they ran a test. Now... When they ran their test to make sure everything was copacetic, they didn't turn the main valve water back into the water heater on and all that shit. So all that water was off. The only water that was coming into the house was from the main line into the whole house. So when they ran their test, you know, everything was cool. So my wife is uh, not knowledgeable on how to light a hot water heater and everything. So I didn't get home till 7 o'clock at night when I get off of work. So I told her to leave it alone. When I get there, I'll start it back up, check everything out. So I get home, turn the flame back on, turn the main line back on from the um, hot water heater, and the little kid go upstairs, take a bath. About five, ten minutes later, all of his run down back in the bathroom, water's just pouring out of the goddamn ceiling again. Jeez. I'm like, fuck, what the hell is going on? Turn everything off like I did the last time, water stopped. Called the plumbing people. I was like, hey, motherfuckers, thought you said you fixed this shit. <laughs> and um, I'm on the phone with the owner The owner at this point. You know, it's like real late at night and shit, and nobody is there. So me, I didn't know where the main valve for my house was. So me and the owner on FaceTime walking around my house in the dark and shit, trying to find the main valve to shut off the water coming into the house. <laughs> I picture you, be, it's like a Walmart log. You're like, you're trying to figure it out, but every once in a while you just see something random and you start photo like, hey, look at this right here. We got these donut cereals. Awesome. Yeah, I'm making some cereal now. Oh, wait, babe, back to the back to the back to the problem. Let's go. <laughs> so we find the thing, turn it off. They can't do shit till in the morning. They come out in the morning. Uh the, before the plumbers got there, the um, restoration people got there because we called our home warranty insurance people. And they was going to send a guy out to assess the damage, see how much it was going to cost to get it fixed, yada, yada, yada. So he came there, looked at everything. All right, we can fix all this, blah, 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 blah. And then the plumbers came back. So this time when they came in, instead of going um, in the ceiling in the bathroom, they finally cut a hole above the hot water heater where the actual issue was, instead of which they should have did the fucking first time. But I don't know. I'm not a plumber. Mm-hmm. So they get up there. They um, had to go through a little bit of the um, wood paneling up there to, um, to see some more of the pipes. 
So what had happened was the the flume, the steam pipe that comes out of the very top of the hot water heater that goes up and out through the roof of your house. Usually they go straight from the hot water heater straight up and straight up out the roof. But since it's like in between the house and the garage, it went up, did a 90 degree angle to the left, then did a 90 degree up and out the house. Somewhere along that 90 degree bend to the left, the piping came loose. So all that heat, all that fire, all that steam that comes out of the hot water heater when it's lit was burning and charring the wood in the fucking house. Now, this is nothing that I can just open the access port and I can look in there and like, oh, some shit is fucked up. Yeah. Now, it's behind the drywall inside the house. Shit. <laughs> so, all that heat, all the steam, all that shit created a small fire. It burnt the wood, but the fire melted the plumbing pipes, the PVC pipes, and the water that came out of all the pipes put out the fire. <laughs> what? So, that's how... I almost lost my house, but the fire itself put itself out, and we okay now. So it's like it was a blessing and a curse all at once. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh, fuck, man. You know what, Rob? I do admire the way you tell stories. It's very engaging. Like I'm not good at that. Like I want to get straight to the like what's happening. Like I want to tell everybody the end, the end, the end of the story. Like quick. Like you take your time, and I'm like I'm like picturing these walls and the pipes going up, and it's fucking awesome. Yeah, and. <laughs> <laughs> I de- because of that, you know, the circumstances around that shit, you know, the fire burnt this and the water put this out and everything. I'm about a lottery ticket and I won two dollars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, you know what's funny about the story is um I've been kind of on a hiatus from podcasting since I started my new job because it's really hard to schedule because like I might I might work a day or not work a day. I might when I go to work, I don't know what time I'm getting off until I get off. Like we could be mm-hmm. there till 2 p.m. We could be there till 6 p.m. And it's always different. And uh, it's hard to schedule schedule podcasts in advance. So I took a little time off. And uh, most of what I'm doing, because now now I'm doing uh, flooring. I'm doing hardwood yeah. floors, laminate, vinyl. Good job from what I've been seeing, too. Yeah, dude. I, I'm actually, I, when, when I'm actually working, like, I fucking love it. It's it's good. It feels like like art, man. I'm creating shit. It's with my hands. It's, it's, it's like a man, yeah. But, yeah. Um, but uh, we're, we... We, I work for my, for my friend, his, he owns his own company, but Mm -hmm. he's, we're getting subcontracted through an insurance thing and we're doing a lot of flood repairs is what we're doing. Oh man. And it just happens all the time, man. These flood, like those type of floods happen in houses all the time. That's mostly what we do. And the the smell of all that wet Mm -hmm. eye wall and all that stuff. I mean, in that bathroom down there that where most of the damage was, I mean, you can still smell the fresh paint and everything, which I kind of enjoy. But I was just like, man, I was in here taking the shit one day and I had no walls and all the wind was coming in from the garage. And <laughs> <laughs> Dude, seriously, man. It's like that happens, man. You're like, yeah, fire, that's even scarier, man. So, you, it, man, just feel blessed because a fire is fucking scary. A fire is alive. Somebody can get you while you're asleep, you know, water, yeah, I- whatever. But fire, fuck. Yeah, that and it happened sometime in the wee hours of the freaking morning, man. Because I noticed it that morning when I got up to uh, get ready to go to work. So if the fire hadn't burned those pipes or whatever, we would have been in there in the thick of it, just like oh no. And then the kids are upstairs and shit, and I had to have been fighting through fire and shit. 
Damn. You know what's the worst is when something happens and it all it this happens so often. Something some emergency fucked up situation happens right before you have to go to work. So you're trying to handle it before you get to go to work, you're stressed out, and then and then you're like, fuck, I have to go to work. So you go to work and that's all you think about that entire shift. It's like, what the fuck's happening at my house? What the fuck? You know, like, it, it could be anything, man. And it's double for me at that point too, because I had to try to handle the shit with the insurance and, you know, deal with work. And everybody that I deal with at work as far as customer wise speaks Spanish, which I do not. So it's hard as fuck trying to, you know, pretty much do sign language and, you know, charades with a motherfucker at at my job and try to handle some stressful shit or whatever. Yeah, I was pissed off that day. I was like, motherfucker, just put your shit in the basket. And, you know, they still don't understand what the fuck I'm saying. I'm just pointing at you and then I'm pointing at the motherfucking basket. And I'm like patting my pockets and she's like, put your shit in the fucking basket. Damn, Rob, dude, I never seen, I never seen Mad Rob. Oh yeah, man, you just uh, like whoa. <laughs> I haven't listened to that song in a while. <laughs> dude, '90s hip hop, dude, it's the shit, dude. Yeah, yeah, that is the origin of my nickname. <laughs> yeah, like whoa, whoa. Yeah, man, it's been a, it's been a hell of a a year. It's been weird. Yeah, I mean, but it's been good as far as. You know, personal development and growth. Um, what I mean is, I know you've been on a hiatus and you got personal things going on and whatnot or whatever. I just got lazy. Let's, I'll be honest. Let me just put it out. I got fucking lazy. I got a job. And I was like, ah, this is an excuse to like be lazy as fuck. Play, you know, I, I, had, I had a week. Of, I've had like full weeks off and I just sat around playing video games. So I have no excuse. <laughs> well, I would have. I would have did the same thing because this, this is what I wanted to tell you about that, though, because. Before your relationship, before this new job, pretty much this, what we're doing right now was your job, dude. This is like you were putting out two and three episodes a freaking week. And just every time I seen you was via social media and whatnot. And I mean, even you said it, you know, between the year all the way up until now, I mean, we kept contact with each other, but but it wasn't like it was prior to all these changes that happened for you. So... For you to kind of take this hiatus like you have, I mean, I think it's well-deserved, dude, because you put in a lot of work for this shit, and you didn't have the opportunity to have those times off. And, yeah. you know, a break yeah. is worth a break. <laughs> yeah, my last job was like I overworked for a certain amount of pay, and now I'm underworking for – I'm actually making mostly kind of less, but I have like these stretches of time off, and my days are a lot shorter where I'm just like taking advantage of it. Like I – you know, I'm – I. One day I had like a week off and I played through like two full games and it fucking felt good. Like I, I you know, going from eight years of, of like working, like overworking, man, it's just long shifts. It's, it was just, uh, man, it was just like I felt a little bit of freedom and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to take advantage of this right now. Yeah, this kind of what's been happening with me as well is um, I've changed the way I record and shit in this kind of like how it um, was in the beginning to where, you know, I would stack them. And I would have all these this stockpile of episodes or whatever. I've been leaning more toward that. I've been recording like a month at a time. So every episode that's coming out within the next three weeks was recorded almost a month ago. And I had like a month off of recording and shit. So I got to catch up on video games. Me and my old lady got to go out and eat and do some other things and whatnot. Because I work 12-hour days every day just about. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, that's, that's what I was doing before. Man, those long shifts. No joke. Now I'll work like a... 
I'll work like a four hour day or I'll work like a six hour day. I'd say seven hours is like my my average, but some days I'll just work like four hours. You know, I get paid I get paid per day, so I get paid for the day. So a four, four hour day and, a, and an eight hour day is the same thing to me. So sometimes it's a blessing, sometimes, you know. I mean, there's been a day where I've worked 10 hours. One day we were up in the mountains, so we couldn't like, we couldn't just, just yeah. yeah, like go back and like, oh, we'll come back tomorrow. It was an hour drive up to the mountains, so... You know, we just kind of stuck around till it was done. It was like a that total between driving. It was like a 12-hour day, but no big deal, man. I mean, it feels good to be a gangster. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> Damn, it feels good to be a gangster. Yeah. Oh, dude, Outcast. Are you were you referencing referencing Outcast? No. No, that was that was the um, song from Office Space, which kind of blanks my mind right now. <laughs> I was thinking of that. You know that gangster song by Outcast? Oh, I fucking love that, dude. Outcast, dude. Not that one. Not that one. Not that one. I think it was on a. Was it? They have so many. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna find, dude. I wish Outcast would get back. To, what? What? I know Big Boy's still making music, but why not Andre 3000? Like, I think I really, really need a. Um, well, from what I understand, from what I've heard, that um. If he doesn't feel the urge to make the music or he, if he doesn't feel the project is worth, you know, him putting his, you know, spin on it or whatever, he just doesn't do it. So I guess he hadn't had a reason to do shit lately. So yeah. he, I've, I've heard him on random shit like he was on Kid, Kid Cudi's album. Like that was <laughs> fucking cool, man. Yeah. he. I mean, he's at a level to where he can he's in that much of a demand to where he can pick and choose his shit, you know. So, I mean, I guess that's great to be in that kind of position. <laughs> Outcast was the shit, man. Yeah, I love it because like they didn't get back when it was like a stigma and it was against the rules to be kind of flamboyant. Mm-hmm. Andre three thousand didn't give a fuck. He's like, I wear a fucking dress in a video. I don't give a shit. He he didn't give. He just he went against the grain at all times, man. And that's what I really liked, man. He didn't give a fuck, man. He was like he was like the Marilyn Manson of rap. Yeah, and didn't it like it wasn't always that way. It just all of a sudden took a left and he just started doing that shit. It just like, what album did it really take off with that? Was it the speaker box and the love below to where he really full on embraced that? Or it was before that. Right. I think it might've been the album with Miss Jackson or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Cause the Southern play Southern playlist that kind of like music was more straightforward. Just some at Atlanta gangster rap. That's kind of mm-hmm. what it was, but it was sort of different. It had a funky feel to it. And then, um, AT aliens, you know, they like, yeah, that was yeah, that was my shit. But uh, okay. AT Aliens, I think, was the start of it because they did that Me and You video, and that's when he started wearing the funny hair dresses and shit. Because when he was growing his uh, dreads, and then those funny hair dresses started metamorphosing into crazy shirts, and then those crazy shirts started turning into funny pants, and then it was the whole outfit was just fucking ridiculous. The motherfucker had furry pants. With goddamn shoulder pads and shit and bombs over Baghdad and just <laughs> so okay, yeah, that was bad. But that was back when <clears throat> no nobody else could do that shit. Yeah, like now everyone like Takashi Six Nine, who's probably going to be in jail forever. You know, minimum forty seven years. He's doing like crazy shit too, but it's like it, it's already like nobody cares. I don't like I, I don't I don't connect with his music. Little Pump, all those. Oh no no all. Those- Littles, <laughs> all, all no. Little Wayne is still well, relevant, sort of. Well, that he's the 
we had this conversation about music not too long ago, especially rap music. Um, when do you think the music that we currently have, you know, it started to turn towards this type of mainstream thing? Uh, when YouTube, I think it's a YouTube thing. YouTube is becoming big, so everyone wants to look flashy for videos and screenshots, and that drags people to it. All right, so yeah, that that's kind of um, the point we were making or whatever. We felt like the catalyst of this change in hip-hop was pretty much spearheaded by Lil Wayne and Soulja Boy. Soulja, yeah, Soulja Boy, yeah, he kind of did a little... Yeah, because he, he was the one that showed you that you can do everything by yourself. He made his own beats, he made his own YouTube videos, and YouTube was like the start of his pretty much his whole fucking career and shit. And then all the rappers after that would emulate that and everything, even though you may not agree with the music that he make or you may not like the music he makes. But for the time, his what he did changed fucking hip hop you know so now you got all these little motherfuckers and then little wayne with the face tattoos and the crazy clothes oh, the face tattoos now, are getting out of hand. <laughs> yeah now everybody else has face tattoos and crazy yeah. clothes dreads and colorful hair and all this other shit because of little wayne and soldier boy yeah and and uh, like and a lot of the um uh uh, uh birdman uh, w- w- <laughs> fuck i'm drawing a blank out oh. No limits. No, not no. Uh, the Cash Money Millionaires. You know, like they yeah, did the face tattoos and shit. Yeah, it was yeah, pretty much Baby and Lil Wayne. That, that was the only two because I don't think none of the other ones have any face tattoos. Oh yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. In my head, I, I'm seeing it, but it's been a while since I've seen seen all the rest of the fuckers. <laughs> From what I understand, I didn't look it up with my own eyes or whatever. Um, Baby got a lot of that stuff removed from his head. <laughs> Maybe, man. I mean, dude, Check that shit's out. forever. You're going to be an old man with fucking t- tats all over your face. Like, that shit is forever. You, <laughs> you <laughs> <laughs> that, That's a fucking commitment, man. If you, Yeah, if your skin, if you do it all over your back and your arms, big fucking deal. But you're not hiding your face unless you're going to go out in a ski mask everywhere and you're going to get shot. Try to go into a bank for sure. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's there was this, like, there's this weird spot in hip-hop where I think it wasn't very creative, but... I think there's there's the people coming out right now trying to stand out as true lyricists. Like Eminem's always been that, but I think Token Token's a like oh, yeah. oh, Token's yeah. a fucking amazing dude. His new album's uh something in between. What is it? In between somewhere or something? It's fu- it's so good. I've listened to it so many times. And uh Joiner Lucas, I don't know if you follow him, but he's fucking amazing, dude. I've heard of him. I I, I think I may have heard of a little pieces here and there and whatnot. I, you have the um have you heard Eminem's new album, newest one? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah yeah! The um, freaking I seen the video for it too. Yeah, I know which one you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, Junior Lucas, man, check out his albums. Uh, they they all have a message. They all have a story or a message. A lot of it's really good. If you watch any of his videos on YouTube, they're real deep. There's a lot of stuff, you know, about kids trying to resist uh, what their parents done. Parents, you know, I like they don't want to be like their parents. So it's kind of like so his whole song might be from from the kid's point of view like rapping to his parents about not not wanting to be like them you know yeah and uh dude it's really good there's some real good shit dude joiner lucas i think he's gonna be one of those guys that are just gonna stand out amongst all this six nine and colorful hair shit (laughs) yeah man um i don't know dude it's just i hear all this shit now and i get it like you want to be creative or whatever but you're not being creative when you sound just like 90% of everybody else that's out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fuck. And 
And that's why I appreciate the people that I've had on my show, like Zyme, Sir John Lee, EBD. Um, yeah, dude, pre- Sir John Lee, that video you posted, the fire one, what was it called? My city on fire. Dude, that's a good, like, I, I heard his stuff last time he was on your podcast, like a while back, right? And it was, it sounded, I'm, I don't want to say amateur compared to this stuff, but the new stuff sounds like, like he's like ready to blow up. Yeah, man, and I'm I'm always behind this dude. Anytime he talking about doing a project or, you know, anything, man, I try to do as much as I can to support that dude, man. And I, I'll be waiting for his music to come out, you know, because um, I've went back and I heard some of his old stuff that he had posted on iTunes and everywhere else that you can download music, and um, I found some uh, some good shit in there and all the stuff that I think in there that is really good that he can like remaster and put out again for everybody else to hear <laughs> you know it, it's you're you're an artist to an extent too Sean so you know when you do something and you feel like you know I did it but it's not as good as it could be you know it's kind of that type of thing or whatever I was like man this song right here is the best one ever he'd be like nah man I don't like it like that dog it's, just, it's all right <laughs> Yeah, you got to connect with it, man. It's all about. I think it's about lyrics right now. What are they saying? I mean, there's skill-based hip-hop that's really good. A lot of Tech 9 shit. Tech 9 ain't saying shit. He's just fucking rapping and sounding amazing at it. (laughs) Tech Tech 9's one of the best at doing that, about just rapping patterns and sounding cool. Like, he's not saying a whole lot in most songs. Um, Eminem, I think he's less of what he's saying now and and more of, like, how he's saying it. But mm-hmm. there's other people who are saying shit, dude. They sound good and they're saying shit. And that's going to stand out, man. It's going to stand out amongst all these other fucking people. I think Zyme's cool because Zyme does what he wants. He literally just does what he wants. His style will change. One album will sound kind of like EDM. And one mm-hmm. album will sound like some some like dance music. And then it'll be like hip-hop. And then it'll be like, I was like, he just does what he wants and enjoys it. That's what's cool about Zyme. Yeah. And um, it, it kind of... Uh... Not the exact style or whatever, but like Drake does the same thing. All his albums that I hear has a theme to it, you know. But I couldn't I mean, tell you if if you just played a Drake song for me right now, I couldn't tell you what album's from. It just all sounds it sounds too much like it's the same. Yeah, like well, that's the crux of it or whatever. I mean, you can feel like a little different theme of it because um, I think what album was that? Uh, it might have been the first or the second one or whatever. That was straight Houston to me. Because, I mean, I'm here in Houston now, and a lot of the music that I grew up around when I was younger came from Houston. And that's that whole vibe of that, like uh, the screwed version of the song that he did to, you know, where they slow it, slow the tempo down or whatever. And it sounds like the battery's dying and your motherfucking Walkman and shit. Yeah, I mean, that's a lot of that is from around this way. And that's the kind of theme of that album. Then he had one that was like, uh, I need a one dance. You know, that shit. It was that whole album was kind of like a, a reggae Caribbean vibe or whatever, but it was still all fucking Drake. It was just more so the music surrounding what he was saying rather than actually him. Yeah, yeah, Drake's Drake Drake is amazing at what he does, but he's kind of for, to me personally, he's kind of a one trick pony. He's just like mm-hmm. you know what you're gonna get from from Drake. And let's start from the bottom. Now I'm here. Now that's that's different. Yeah. That was a different vibe, and I, that was fucking cool. What I, what I've noticed of late. You know, he'd been doing a lot of features on everybody else's music or whatever. And I don't know if it's just me, but it seems like anytime that he's featured on somebody else's music as of current, the beat always changes for him when he does his uh, 
his his rhymes. <laughs> so like the sicko mode with Travis Scott, the whole song was a different beat compared to what Travis Scott was on throughout the whole song. And then he had a song with um some dude named Baby or well a little baby or whatever the fuck. That's stupid as hell. Um the whole beat of the song for his core, his hooks and everything were different from the rest of the song when everybody else was on it. <laughs> so I don't know if that's done intentionally or just how it pan out. Shit, I don't know. Probably, you know, he probably has these things like, I'll do your track, but I'll do your song, but this is what I got. I need fucking $10 million and I need you to change the beat for me. Yeah, pretty much. I, I, I believe it. You'd be like, you know what? I mean, I'm not really feeling that. So I'm going to splice this in and you just pay me and we, we good. We cool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the sad thing about most collaborations, collaborations used to like, to me, used to feel like, okay, they got collaborated. They got in a fucking studio. They had a beat. They wrote yeah. together, recorded together. Now they're just sending tracks around. So I'm thinking, you just think like, oh, these guys aren't even, haven't even met each other. You know what I mean? Like if Snoop Dogg's on someone's track, I doubt he fucking even met that person. You know what I mean? Well, I- I kind of feel the opposite with Snoop, man. I believe Snoop might have, just depending on who it is, though. Because I, I don't feel like Snoop would go to the studio for every single person. But it's something that I feel like he felt obligated that he needed to be in the same room with that person. Yeah, maybe. Especially if they're smoking the weeds. Yeah, <laughs> maybe, maybe. 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 Like, Tech 9 does so many collab albums, and half those motherfuckers, they're just sending, believe- sending tracks around. Yeah, I believe him for the most part. He just has a pile of shit already recorded. And he was like, oh, you need some shit? Pew, there it is. You shoot it right off to you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, there's this one one track on one of his newer albums where the guy's talking about, I should have had this verse to your ass a long time ago. You know what I mean? Like, oh, obviously not hanging out with Tech 9 You just, well, this guy's cool. He raps fast. You send him a track. Know, know who kind of fits that similar mode that kind of evolved throughout his whole fucking career. It was goddamn Buster Rhymes, man. Buster, yeah, Buster, Buster Rhymes a big dude now, man. Big old chubby fat dude now. You've seen him recently? Man, I've seen the evolution of Buster Rhymes. And when he was like the real skinny dude with his little teeny afro growing his dreads out. Yeah. The even skinnier dude with the big ass hair and everything. Then he changed into... This big muscular dude, like, yeah, muscles on top of muscles, and then all of a sudden he got fat. <laughs> dude, give me some more. Yeah, that's what happened. He was at the buffet, and he was like, give me some more. You must have break your neck. Yeah, but, like, to witness the evolution of how he raps all the way up until now, that that was a big change, man. It was He's changed throughout all the decades of rap history. <laughs> yeah, but back in the day, he was one of the guys who stood out because he was fucking – energetic he was doing some like he was doing some uh, some like old dirty bastard type shit mm. on his ah, own ah, ah. <laughs> yeah he was just doing that crazy shit and then you get older you know and you probably do less drugs and you try to be a fucking adult so mm. you you're, you start calming down you know when you're young you're just fucking like oh, let's, let's do this let's fucking do some crazy shit because mm-hmm. um the song we were speaking of busting rounds of tech nine the song that i listen to the most with both of them on it is Worldwide Choppers. Worldwide Choppers. I like the one with Eminem on there, too. Fuck yeah, dude. I want, that's, uh, that's Speedum dope. is what they call it. Yeah, Speedum. Yeah, and they just be like... <laughs> I love fast rap, dude. I love it. Yes. Uh, man, I haven't heard nothing from Twister in a while. Tw- yeah, which Twister. was on that Worldwide Choppers song. <laughs> Twister's... Uh... That's all he had. 
I mean, he, they didn't get Bone Thugs on one of his albums. That'd be sick, dude. Tech Nine Bone Thugs has that happened before? I believe maybe. I'm not. I'm gonna look it up. Tech Nine and Bone Thugs. If anything, it'd probably been Tech Nine and like Crazy Bone or something. He seems like to be the one that collaborates with more people. Tech Nine. I don't know. I don't. Really, I don't see here. Oh, there's a Crazy Bone song called Thugs and Straps featuring Tech Nine. Told you, Crazy Bone. <laughs> This is like old school uh, Tech Nine, though. Let's see. What does this song sound like? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Crazy Bone, Gemini. It's fast forward. Uh. Yeah, dude. Bone Thugs was shit back in the day. You ever hear like their old shit before they were Bone Thugs? They were Bone Enterprise? Yeah, yeah Faces of Death. It was a yellow tape. Yeah. Cassette. I had that shit. Flow motion. <laughs> flow. And I go. I flow mo. I flow. When I go. I flow mo. Lady Bone is in the house. I'm getting started up. Because if you started up. Get... <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I remember going to freaking Sam Goody and buying that tape. Yeah. After Bone Thugs. Or after uh, the. Um, uh, what's your name? The. the it's, it's the yeah after that one then i went and got because they're old shit i'm like this is not the same shit what is going on but i still try to like uh, it because bone thugs was was like one of the first fast rappers that i connected with yeah they had that whole um dispute with a freaking um what's that the country motherfuckers from chicago a crucial conflict because they people were saying they sounded kind of like bone thugs and harmony the style was completely different but it was just like i guess the vocals or whatever and it's like, oh man, they bite enough bone, and they had like a small little beef between them. I'll look them up. Crucial. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. I totally hey, remember hey. that. That I, <laughs> dude, I remember that. That that cover. I had to have had this. Mm-hmm. What was hey, the what, what, in the middle of the barn, smoking on hay? This one. Yep. Uh, I used to love old, old hip-hop videos. They were just so fucking ghetto, dude. <laughs> you could tell they all just like, we got to put a video out. Let's just get a bunch of our friends together. We're not going to hire people to film this. We're going to get some buddy. We're just going to grab some cameras and jump around a bunch. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was just like um, that. Uh, speaking of Bone Thugs and Harmony, that uh, freaking it was the first of the month video and the East ninety nine Eternal video. We used to stay up at night. They had this um, video station called the Box. Yep, dude, I used to watch the Box. Yeah, that was like that on the like uh, that was that free shit, right? What do you call that? Public access. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. And it would come on like two, three o'clock in the morning. We would just stay up late at night just to try to catch that video or whatever. Either or, because our um the uh what was that? Not the East ninety nine Eternal. Yeah, it was that one because like they had like they they were shaking their heads fast back and forth, and it would turn into a skull. It was like some crazy shit. That yeah. Motherfucker head was on fire and everything. Hell yeah, fuck yeah, dude! Back in the day when you you'd sit around all day watching a music television just for that one video you hope to see. Now everything's so accessible, you just watch it. <laughs> yeah, you just pu- you just pull up Vivo. <laughs> 
Yeah, but there's so many. Dude, I'm getting really getting annoyed. I'm getting annoyed to the point I just want to pull my fucking non-existent hair out. You go on YouTube and there's these fucking cool-ass music videos and it says Vivo in the corner and it's some fucking made-up fake bullshit. And you're watching half of it and you go, wait, these are just clips from other songs they stuck in here. No wonder why the, lip, the lyrics don't match their lips. Mm-hmm. Dude, it's annoying me. It's, it's becoming like I'm seeing like, oh, wait, these two people did a fucking track together? And you click on it and you're watching it for a second. You're like, this looks familiar. No, this like wait, this is fucking fake, and you you just realize that you've been duped. Yeah, then they have those people that make all them crazy ass fan trailers and all the other bullshit. That makes me angry as well. Yeah, it takes you a second. It doesn't click with you at first because you think it's real. And mm-hmm. uh, dude, there's a new movie I just watched this trailer for. This uh, are you a fan of Superman? Uh, yeah, I like him. Well, this is James Gunn. The, the reason I clicked on the video is it said uh, if Superman was was bad. It's a new oh. James Gunn movie called uh, Birthbright. Birthright? Bur- Burn Bright? Burn Bright? Hold on a second. It's a. Burn. It's imagine if you're watching Man of Steel from the beginning, mm-hmm. and you're watching that, but instead of it being a superhero movie, it's like a supervillain movie. This kid's turning bad and evil, and he's like, he's fucking, you know, being a piece of shit. <laughs> so. What is, so is it a real movie or did somebody just no, like... No, real movie, real movie, real oh, okay. movie. It's called so Burn Bright. I just released the trailer today. All right, because I was like, motherfuckers like to recut um, other movie trailers and make them into a horror movie, kind of like they did with Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't see that. Yeah, somebody recut Mrs. Doubtfire as a, um, a, a suspense movie. And it just like, it changed the music up and everything and just took different clips from different scenes and made it like look like a legit scary movie. That's awesome, dude. Oh, rest in peace, Robin Williams, man. Robin Williams had something that nobody else has. I don't know what it is, but he had it. Yeah. That's gone too soon. I don't yeah. know, mother. Just be off in themselves, man. And I know it's, I guess, mental health issues and whatnot, but now it's fucking sad. Yeah, it's like your average person has those same mental health issues, but they don't have the stress of acting, man. That's a, that's a totally yeah. different thing. You know, all these people when they're young want to get into it. And it sucks, dude. Like when people want to get their kids into it, and they're they're like, you see these young actors now. There's some kid actors in movies that blow my fucking mind. Like, how do they learn their lines and stay on cue and do all that as a young kid, five years old, eight years old? But their life could be pretty bad. You know what I mean? That's all they'll know. They'll grow up with people just showering them with with whatever they need or want, or and and pampering them. Like their life could be completely different. Yeah, uh, I don't know, man. It's just. When I see all these young kids like on these Disney Channel shows that my kids watch and to see how they have what they've become here now, like uh, Lindsay Lohan and Demi Lovato and all these other people, man, it's just, I feel bad for them, dude. <laughs> yeah. for I mean, yeah, you got paparazzi chasing you and all you want to do is go get a fucking hamburger and these fucking group of people chasing you, trying to get an upskirt picture of you as you get in your fucking car or some shit, some crazy creepy shit. You know what I mean? Like... It's mm-hmm. stressful, dude. We don't understand that. You know, Justin Bieber, I don't got no hate for the guy, but everyone hates him because he was got so popular so fast. But and then and then once he starts flipping out because of all the stress, people are like, Oh, this fucking fucking loser this, this you know, they'll talk shit. But could you handle that stress? I don't think so, dude. That's why the fuck you work at McDonald's serving fucking Justin Bieber hamburgers. Yeah, I mean <laughs> classic example has been um fucking Chris Brown, though. <laughs> 
yeah, but Chris Chris Brown, yeah, but he also it's hard to look past the abuse shit. It really is. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's just like he bush- came on the scene, you know, making good music and everything, dancing and hippity hopping and all this other stuff, and then it just took a, a a turn somewhere. You know, he lost all kind of weight, looking like a crackhead, and then the domestic thing with Rihanna, then all this other bullshit, and I don't know, man. <laughs> he's a he's a good artist, though. I just heard a new song with him and Joyner Lucas, and it's really good. Mm-hmm. And there's a video for it too, and it's about it's these two kids are going up on, and they're like in elementary school, and they're growing up to do like a talent show, and they're they're but they're like two kids acting out Joyner Lucas and Chris Brown. One kid's doing the dancing, looks like just like Chris Brown, but he's a kid, and the other mm-hmm. kid's like Joyner Lucas. It's a cool video, man. It just came out. Yeah, I looked that up. I tried to, I got it here on my queue for download. Yeah, there's a there's for Joyner Lucas. There's this kid who got shot. I think it was in Detroit. I think it was in Detroit. Young kid, and he got this kid shot him in the chest with a fucking shotgun to be initiated into a gang. One of his friends from school. It's a real story. Mm-hmm. And um, he ha- there's uh, it's a real story. He has a lot of. You can watch a little 15 minute video and he'll tell the story and on YouTube and it'll it'll fucking crush you. Like holy shit, that's that's fucking crazy. But Joyner Lucas did a video. He the video is like. He did a video on a song. The song is from half the songs from the kids' point of view, and the other half the songs from the shooters' point of view. So it's a really cool video. Yeah, it sounds like something I would watch and cry maybe internally, not on externally. Well, it's, the crazy thing is, it's based on some true shit, which is uh, I'll look it up. Joiner uh, Lucas, Lucas. What's it? oh, it's called Ross Capi Capaccioni. Which is the real kid's name? His kid's name's Rat Rat Ross Cappuccioni. Got it. I'd send you a thing, but I don't even know if I know how to fucking send. Dude, this new Skype is bullshit. I fucking hate it. Yeah, I don't like it either. Like I don't even know where the where the chat thing is. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, here it is. Yeah, you found. Watch, watch. Because earlier, someone sent me a thing, and I couldn't even check it. I was trying to like look for look for a. Uh, I sent it to you. Watch you because earlier it showed like I have one thing and messages and I couldn't fucking find it. Like where is it at? And I was clicking on the button. Nothing's happening. I'm like, what the fuck? Skype, I got it. Skype, you piece of shit. Now I can't even capture it with OBS, so I don't get no videos anymore. What? You can't do that no more? With no, because it, it, no, it's it. You have to capture the whole computer and then you see everything that's going on on my computer. Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's bullshit. Fucking technology. Dude, I got to piss so bad. I'm sure you could tell a really cool story while I go do this real quick. I'll be right back. Okay, he's going pee-pee. Ah! Oh, damn. Did he drop off the face of the earth? Earth? <laughs> well, uh, for those of you who don't know who I am, I am B-Rob. I'm the host of the Random Ramblings with Rob podcast. You can find me on randomrobcast.com to where you can find my other podcast ventures such as the real robinsons with me and my wife mrs b rob which only has six episodes i don't know if that's going to continue anytime soon um also i host a wrestling podcast called wrestling is trash Um, we talk nonsense about professional wrestling past present and future um that's about it go follow me on instagram where i walk the hollowed halls of walmart i'm doing my plugs now because I don't know if I'm going to remember them shits later and whatnot. And as far as stories go, I don't think I really have any uh, off the top of my head other than some old shit. Uh, I know somebody 
who uh, got their ass whipped over a spilled drink on the floor, which said spilled drink came back to haunt them in the end. So they got in a fight because they got in a verbal altercation because of the spilled drink. And um, hmm. shit just sideways and went south. And then um, they went outside. They got into a little bit of fisticuff, a little scuffle. Uh, one person got better, the upper hand over the other person. And the person that uh, pretty much got his ass drug out the whole time tried to run back in the house and uh, exact some revenge. But said drink that was spilled earlier, he slipped on and uh, got his ass whipped some more. <laughs> Damn, is that a med story? Yes, that was a real story. Just like the Jordan Lucas joint. <laughs> <laughs> well, I caught the end. I just heard guy spilled a drink, got in a fight, spilled on his own drink. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much what happened. Um, dude spilled a drink. They uh, got into an argument over it. It led to a whole bunch of other arguments with throughout the house. The two people got in a fight. And then um, the one guy that got his ass with most of the fight tried to come in and sneak attack the other guy, but he slipped on the drink that was spilled earlier. Right. Yeah, Fuck it's karma. Karma. <laughs> karma like a motherfucker. You believe in karma? Truly believe in karma? I don't know. I don't think so. I so, mean, I, be- I be- kind of believe in fate. You know, the actions that you, you know, the things that you do can ultimately um, impact your future and so on and so forth or whatever. Because I was talking to my wife about this yesterday. I was like, just let's just think about this. I was born in 1982 in Lake Charles, Louisiana. In uh, 1979, she was born in Danville, Virginia. How in the world would these two different people from, you know, totally, totally different spots in the United States would find a way to meet each other in the year of 2008? You know, and it just fucking boggles my mind of like if I would have done anything different in my life. Yeah. Maybe join the basketball team because I, I was pretty good at basketball. And I had a small ambition of uh, trying to, you know, maybe pursue that career. And if I would have did that, you know, I wouldn't have joined the military and I wouldn't have went all the places that I went. And I wouldn't have wound up in uh, Beaufort, South Carolina, to where I would drive maybe 30, 45 minutes away to Savannah, Georgia, where I met her. (laughs) So, (laughs) yeah, that's that's what it is, though. Right. Anything good that happens in life. That good thing was was the subject of every good and bad decision made ever in your life. Like every mm. little thing in your parents' life, and then your grandparents' life, and then you know them. Were they immigrants? Were they not immigrants? Were they mm. like like everything, man? Woo! Yeah, Heavy, right. Especially from like the African American experience or whatever. You know, we were plucked from somewhere and planted somewhere else. What if I wouldn't? My ancestor wasn't one of the ones that got pulled onto the boat or whatever. You know, I'd have just been in Africa somewhere, or maybe not even born completely. You know, it's just, everything is weird. <laughs> everything. You ever, so you think, when you have something good going on, you think of these things, right? Like, oh, it's a blessing, this, this, and this happened. This could have been bad, but it was a blessing because it ended up in this. But you ever think of the, you could have a better blessing out there that you're missing out on because you fucking changed? Like, what? Oh, you, know, you start thinking yeah. about that shit, right? Like, oh, man, I could, you know, fuck. You know, when it when it comes to things like that, because I, I, I feel like I've had instances in my life to where that could have been a thing. But I think I, I think about it as I can't miss something that I never had. Yeah, dude, you know? that's what that's why you're a good dude, Rob. Like you're 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 generally a happy dude. When I talk to you, it seems like you're mostly positive about shit. Those negative people and we've all met those negative people. They're <laughs> all 
focused on the shit that they didn't do or could have done and should have won. They don't even give a shit about what, you know, they don't think about the blessings they have. They just constantly think the world's fucking out to destroy them. And, ah, oh, man, that shit gets old quick. I mean, and that's the contrast with um, me and my wife. I mean, I'm a forever optimist and she's a realist. So, <laughs> you know, we, we have that skew between the both of us or whatever. I was like, when the shit happened with the house and with the fire and all that stuff, I mean, we got whopped over the head with the motherfucking um, the insurance bill. And um, she was all down about it or whatever because at the time she wasn't working and I was only one paying the bills and she was like real down on shit like that. Now it's just like, I mean, it's money. I mean, you'll start working soon, then we can just put stuff away like we used to do, and everything will be fine. I mean, it's nothing. It's like, you're okay. The house is okay. Nobody was hurt. And, you know, I just kind of got to reassure and everything. And, you know, she usually come around after that or whatever, but she'll take it hard in the beginning until I got to sit there and chip away at it and be like, hey, man, it could be worse. You know, there's people, motherfuckers that's homeless and so on and so forth, you know. So, yeah, for sure, man. But sometimes, like, even me, you know, when I have, like, a car problem, and it might be, like, a couple hundred dollars to f- fix whatever. It could be it could be brakes. could be whatever. It could be a, f- a fuel filter or something. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, it just feels like something you're, you're paying to fix, and you're not gaining anything from it, and it fucking hurts your heart, man, no matter right. what it is. And I was telling that to my boss, and he's like, you know, that shit happens because every time I leave my house, I have like a 2001 Chevy and it's, you know, it's an old truck. So I'm always expecting something else to happen. Yeah. It's, it's pretty good truck. But every time I like, I'm like, something's going to happen today. It's going to be today. It's going to be today. And like a year later, like nothing's happened. I haven't paid any like big things. And I was like, it's going to happen soon. And he's like, you know what? That even happens with brand new cars. I'm like, yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, I, I forever have buyer's remorse, man, for anything I buy. Because, uh, all right. I look at it as in the food standpoint. So if I spend $20 on a piece of electronics or whatever, I was like, man, I could have bought a pack of ground meat, some hamburger buns, this and this and this and this for that same $20. So I'm always like, man, fuck, why did I buy this? (laughs) Not me. I love electronics. I just don't like the fact that they deplete in value so quick. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, shit. I bought the motherfucking uh, the Apple Watch Series 3. You know, I I had the series one for a long ass time, you know, so I try to, you know, I keep up with my devices. I try to switch them out like every other one so I won't be buying a device every year. So I had the series one. uh, So I didn't get the series two. Series three came out and, uh, you know, I waited a little bit. I got the series three watch and then not even three months after that, they announced the series four. I was like, motherfucker, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Fucking assholes. That sucks. The TVs are the worst, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I bought my TV two years ago, and it's still pretty good TV. But the new TVs now are coming out are less money and slightly better. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, my cousin's like, you sell me your, your TV for whatever price. And then, you know, I was like, it sucks because I know I spent 1900 bucks on that TV, but it's probably only worth 8 So do I sell it for 5 and then buy a new TV? And it's, <laughs> it's fucking, man... It, it yeah, drives me crazy. Yeah, we went through that whole debacle when I was coming up to try that uh, TCL TV and everything. You know, I was bouncing ideas off of you. Should I get this one and this one and this one? And then I got the TCL TV or whatever. And then a week later, they had the better version of that TV for $100 more. Yeah, in our, like the 6 at, Series, I think. 
Yeah, and I already passed the window to where I can turn the other one in to get this one. <laughs> yeah, that sucks because TVs come out every year. I guess it's the same with cars, though. You buy a brand new car, and then a couple months later, it's worth way less. I mean, do you get hurt? Or- yes. Yeah, as soon as you drive drive off the lot, your value just bloop. <laughs> yeah, it's just because you own. It's because someone's owned it. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. that's weird, man. It's, it sucks, dude. But I never understand the concept of leasing a car. Uh, I, I, I do and I don't. Maybe because if you want something new every fucking year or whatever it is, and you just want to kind of rent them, but you're just literally just renting. It's like leasing an apartment. I'm leasing an apartment now, and a lot of people would say, I don't understand leasing an apartment. We can just buy a house, you know? But, you know, to, for me to buy a house would be more than leasing an apartment. Maybe not even that much more. <laughs> um, yeah. my, I think my my rent's 800 for a one-bedroom. I'm sure I can get a house around here if I had the money for a down payment for, like, a, a grand. Like, houses aren't that expensive. You can get, like, a smaller house for probably a grand a month. If I had the down payment money and i don't yeah and that's another thing too you be a trap of credit and shit just be like all right i got this money right here in my hand i can buy this thing but if i buy this thing right now i won't have the money to you know survive to this next paycheck to do this 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 and this so all right i'll put this on my credit and then you get the thing I still got this money left over to do the other things. And then the bill come around again. You got to pay this thing. Now you got money to pay on this, this, and the thing that you just bought a couple weeks ago on your credit. And it's, uh, it makes me angry. Dude, I, uh, I, I used to be like just so quick to, you know, I already have this payment of whatever X amount of dollars per month. I'll just keep adding shit on that. And then that might bump up a little bit, but it's not like I have to pay for the item now. It, yeah, mm. I, I do that. And I had all that shit cleared off. And then now I had to get some teeth work done. And it was like, 2500 bucks and I really do not want to spend cash on $2,500 to fix to get to get some surgery done on a fucking tooth and uh, so I put that I had I had a little bit of Walmart and Best Buy credit and I put all three of those together into a personal loan from Discover that way I can just put that aside and, and I can't add to that I can just keep I just they take the money out every every month and shit like that but but uh Sometimes, you know, I want to use my Best Buy credit card because that gives me extra rewards points and then I just pay that off right away. Same thing, man. It's just I I need a computer very badly. And <laughs> you're still dude, the last time I talked to you, you were trying to get a computer. You're still doing that? Yeah, man, cuz you know, like I said, shit happened. The yeah. It's almost burned down. She yeah. lost her job. <laughs> so I was like, I haven't even finished my motherfucking room, dog. <laughs> I need a new new laptop for years, just for whatever reason. And one day, I ch- I check Best Buy's deal of day every day, and one day they had like a eight hundred dollar laptop in there for four hundred bucks. I was like, that's my price. Boom, went down there and got it. The next day, it went back up to eight hundred. So I'm like, fucking win, yes. Yeah, and I seen because I really want a desktop. Uh huh. You know, because I plan I want to do video editing and all this other high end shit or whatever that I probably won't be able to get out of a laptop. Yeah, the you, way. you can get it, man. Today's laptops for sure. Fuck that. I don't want no laptop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you're the man. Desktop's a fucking man. Desktop. I want a fucking truck. I don't want a car, bitch. Yeah. So I just, I'm just waiting, biding my time, man. Yeah. Just. Well, the thing is, when you, for what you want it for, it's like you might as well 
wait for the right price, right time, and get what you want rather than settling for a deal. And you're like, you're like, oh, but maybe I can change this out and I can add an SSD later. I can add yeah. a graphics card later. It's like, you might as well get it all in one shot and then fucking love it. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, that's my whole thing right now is I've come across some desktops that would uh, do what I want to do, but I'm the type of person that is like, all right, I know within a year or two, this is going to be outdated and I want to switch all this shit out. And some of them, the way they're built, they don't allow for a lot of that shit. So I want to have the flexibility to, you know, upgrade my shit when I want to. Mm-hmm. Most, most, well, I mean, what, what are you looking for? I want all the things yeah. that I don't think I really need, but I want to have it just in case. <laughs> I mean, you can get some pretty fucking nice computers already built for like a thousand bucks nowadays with, with a ton of great shit built for gaming, built for good graphics cards and all that shit, man. Editing. It's crazy. But for what I want, I, I don't think I really need a lot, but it's just that I want all because <laughs> <laughs> like I, I don't play video games on the computer, but. You know, I would want the highest end graphics card just because. Dude, you know? but that's because you haven't seen it. Once you see a game and you go, oh, now I get it. PC Master Race all the way. You might see it. And like, for me, I don't play games on PC because I hate sitting here at my computer desk. It's really yeah. uncomfortable for my back and all that shit, man. I like to sit on my couch and I don't want to plug my, my PC up to my TV. But when you see a, a, a PC game running at ultra settings, it's a different story, man. You're like, ooh, this is fucking new. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but I don't know. It's just something about playing games on the computer. It just don't really do it for me. The only thing I want to do is Photoshop, uh, some whatever high-end video editing I can do, and have a like bomb-ass audio card set up for the fucking podcast. It's the only three things I really need it for. Uh, you got it, man. Someday. Well, shit, I've been doing most of my editing on my fucking iPad, dog. I love that thing. I got the new iPad Pro with the uh-huh. fucking the new Apple Pencil. I love the shit out of How that. How much thing. was that? Uh, too much. <laughs> Probably yeah, about as a computer. <laughs> ha- well, see, that's but, what I'm saying, man. You'd be like, but, but, but it's Apple. I got the watch okay, to match it. No, no, no. But I didn't pay it right out. So we just go back into that whole credit thing again. <laughs> yeah, I, I hate that. I hate paying shit back, dude. Especially, like, I'll, I will not put video games on, on my, you know what I mean? Because that video game is, is going to deplete in value so fast that you're just paying for something. You know what I mean? Like, so. So, has your uh, opinion changed as far as video games go? Are you leaning toward only purchasing digital or are you still buying physical copies? Oh, I haven't bought physical copy in years. Okay. So, you don't, you know, fill, fill that void of like, well, I don't even play this game anymore. I'll just go trade it in and get something else. I mean, no, yeah. no, that's worse. That's even worse because. Whenever I did that, unless I hated the game, which is, you know, I usually do a lot of research on games to know I'll pretty much like them or not before I buy them. Um, mm-hmm. Unless I hated a game, I don't like to do that because when I sell it, okay, I might sell it back to GameStop and get some credit and buy a new game. But in my mind, I'm always thinking, like, I, if I had that game, I'd play it. If I, had, I may never play that game again, but in my mind, I'll just keep telling myself, if I had that game, I'd play it. And then I'll see sales on that game and maybe rebuy it. And, uh, so I'm just like I'd rather just dedicate. <laughs> just if I want a game, I'm I'm gonna pay it and dedicate. No selling back, dude. It, it 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 puts an addict's mentality in my brain. The selling back part. Now, one you want to know the real reason why I started, you know, leaning toward digital game sharing. No, well that too, but um, 
I was just too. I was just tired of going and change the disc out whenever I wanted to play a yep. different game. Yeah, I don't want. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't want to do that either. Because I, you yeah. know. I, I just and um, there's been talks about you know them releasing new consoles without even a disc drive, that motherfucker. So I'm just like, that would kind of suck. But at the same time, it's like, I just said it. I I like digital games because I don't like to get up and switch the disc out. <laughs> yeah, there's a. I, I got a physical copy of Destiny 2, which I never opened because at Best Buy a couple months ago, if you buy any game on their website, they just sent you a free copy. So I bought a digital game, and then they just sent me a free copy, physical copy, Destiny 2. That's never been opened. Um, I had two physical games for my Switch, and I sold those back to GameStop because I got good credit, dude. I, I sold Zelda because when I first got my Switch, I didn't know. It's just it was for whatever reason. I it the the memory is really low, so I didn't want to fill it up with just a couple of games. Yeah. So I had Zelda. I sold that back to GameStop, and I got like thirty eight dollars credit. And it was like you know that game is a couple of years old. So I'm like fuck yeah, that was that was that was a good that was a good enough reason to take it back. So now I have zero physical games for Switch. All it's all digital. But I game share with my girlfriend, so she can play games. I can play her games. Whatever. Yeah, and that's how it is now, man. I got the freaking the Xbox Game Pass, and um, you know, you get whatever you get with gold every month, and I just game share with the boy, and we don't never want for nothing, you know. <laughs> did you uh, did you get that game Game Pass deal that I posted in Horrible Gamers? Nah, I was too late because when oh. you posted, it, I, by the time I saw it, and I went to the website or whatever, it was already done. That's right. You said you were out doing real life shit. For, I remember. <laughs> When I saw uh, that deal, it was $30 for a full year. And I was like, uh, and it went through. And I was like, oh, shit, I'm sure like a bunch of people jumped on it. Because $30 for, you know, for a whole year of Game Pass, that's fucking awesome, dude. It is. Yeah. That was good. I mean, they had they have it at Best Buy every once in a while. You get it for like 70 for a full year. And that's even a good deal. Because if you're, if you're going to play, like, say you're looking for forward to one game, you know, Forza or Crackdown 3 or something, that's a 60 bucks right there. You can just. You know, it pissed me off, though. Is, well, it's not. It doesn't. Really, it's just me. It's a me thing. Um, I'm a collector, so if I have one of something that's in a set, I gotta have the rest of the set. Ah, uh, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> um, they got all the uh, Dead Rising games on the Game Pass or whatever, and um, they had one that wasn't on there. I think it might have been three or two at the time. So I waited and I waited and I waited and I waited. And I finally got it for like five bucks. And then maybe a week later it was on the game pass. I was like, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've been getting they've been getting games pretty good and fast on Game Pass. So but you can't be that guy who's just waiting to, it may hit gold games of gold. It may hit Game Pass. You know, you just gotta support the shit you like. Yeah. Um and then I've never beat the first Dead Rising and that's just because you know I played. I played it when it first came out, like when it was originally out. I played. I got real far in it, and then I wind up um, selling it off, or some shit happened to where I had to get rid of it. I tried to come back to it a couple years back, and I got real far, you know, and I just lost interest in it. And then they start coming out with two, three, the freaking um, the the their secret files or whatever and all these other side quest games or whatever so i downloaded them all but i haven't played not now one of them because i never beat the first one <laughs> yeah i get it that makes sense yeah and it's it's just a me thing man it's just like i can't move on because like kingdom hearts 3 is out and i want it so bad but i won't play it 
until I go back and play the other ones. I mean, I have played them. I beat the very first one. I don't remember the second one. That's why I wanted to play it again. And then all them other shits in between, I never played either. Dude, so, I, I played the first one a year ago. It sucks. It's, it's It was a great game, but the The game is good, but the, yeah. game, yes, the game play sucks. Because I, I bought the um, box set um, a couple months back. And yeah. I downloaded all them shits. I said, oh, yeah. And then I got to playing the first... The, the the introductory level or whatever I haven't even got off the fucking island yet and I'm just like no no yeah I don't, it's, I don't it's crazy. Do this. it looks sharp but it fucking plays like shit I played it though and I kind of enjoyed it and then uh, for some reason I didn't even start to but I, I'm on three right now I don't I don't care if it's confusing the Disney shit is so fucking amazing dude uh I've never seen Tangled but I'm watching the Tangled I turn the subtitles off and I'm just immersed in the, it's like you're watching a Disney cartoon man and I'm like I, I want to watch Tangled <laughs> like this this seems cool enough i've never seen it never even thought maybe i'd want to see it but playing it in kingdom's heart it's like the tangled story mixed with the with sora and fucking donald and goofy and and dude it's good it's so much fun dude yeah this is like it's just final fantasy with disney characters yeah but i mean it's so disney the new one it looks so good that you you even forget that it's a video game you feel like you're watching pixar yeah i'm gonna get it man it's, Damn it. it's it's good, man. The Disney parts, the the Kingdom Hearts story is over my fucking head. Even the people who who love and know it kind of don't know what's going on. But mm. every time you go to a new Disney World, it's a whole new story, and and you only get the Kingdom Hearts shit in between those. So it's it's fine. It's fine for that. And now, um, I told myself I wasn't going to buy the new Spider Man, and then I fuck around and did it. The <laughs> yeah. Spider Man game. Yeah, dude, that game is fucking amazing. Why'd you tell yourself not to get it? Because it was if it was too much Batman for me, and I I loved the Batman movies, but every time I played them, you know, I beat them, and I was just like, eh, I don't oh, want shit I, no more. I like the Batman. Then games. I was like, and then it was like, you know, I I was like, I know I'm gonna get this Spider Man game. I'm gonna play it. Then I'm just be like, eh, I don't want this shit no more. But I got the Ultimate Edition or whatever the fucking seventy nine dollar one. Or whatever for like forty bucks, and I was just like, "Fuck it!" Oh yeah, dude, it's so good, dude. And when that Marvel music starts playing, when you're swinging through the fucking city, oh, it feels so good. Yeah, I've I just beat all the DLC. I beat everything 100 percent complete, and I'm about to go back and do the in-game plus. Oh, I haven't done the DLC. I don't have that. Yeah, they they had yeah. It, it all came with the thing for forty dollars. That's awesome, that I, dude. Have so, you seen Into the Spider Verse? Yes, I did. I, Dude. I seen, seen it on bootleg, so I didn't get the full effect of you know the the visuals and whatnot. But as soon as it come out on Blu-ray, I'm gonna buy it. Fucking amazing! I mean, when I saw that trailer, I'm like, just because the graffiti and hip hop kind of style to it, I was like, oh, mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to that. But when I went and saw it in the theater, man, I was blown away by how engaging and good that story was. Mm -hmm. I just in to go back to the game or whatever. It's just like I like how they weaved in uh, Miles in the story. Yeah, yeah, Miles. Yeah, there's one part where you can like change. You can change your suit at any time, but I change it to like a cart, the old school Dude, comic yeah. book. That shit look crazy, man. It's just like you have this comic strip just floating through this realistic city and shit. Yeah, but there was like, but in cutscenes, you'd still have it. So you have these realistic. You'd be yeah. talking to MJ and Miles, and you're sitting in between them, and you're a fucking cartoon. <laughs> yeah, I like that shit, especially oh. the one that was really kind of jarring was the suit to where it had the flaming skull head. Oh, I don't know if I see, I don't know if I got that. 
Well, it's like an all-white suit, and the head is like a skeleton. It looks like Ghost Rider for the most part, and it's just like blue flames pouring out of your head. And um, you're sitting there, and the dialogue is weird because the mouth doesn't move. It's just teeth and a skull. <laughs> nice. That's cool, dude. I don't think I saw that one. It might have been some of the DLC shit. Yeah, but I got all the suits, everything 100%. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, that's a, it's a good game, man. Some of those challenges I couldn't get past. I mean, I probably could if I kept nailing at them, but I was getting a little little frustrated. <laughs> yeah, I, I know, man. It was just some of them I was just like, fuck, and then I, I, I put the game down for like two days and I come back later. <laughs> oh, you know when you when you do that and you're playing a game and something's too hard and you put it down, you come back and you beat it the first try and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I hate all of you. <laughs> why, why, why? Sometimes you just need to step away. You just need to step away because you're getting this pattern. Like, I can just keep doing the same shit over and over and over and I'll beat him. You get away and you step away and you come back and you like try something new and you're like, oh, all right. That's how it is, That's how it is uh, for puzzle games for me. So like if I do word searches or, you know, the little uh, word puzzle joints, I damn, I'll play like three games straight and be like, fuck, I can't figure this shit out. Then I put it down, go away, come back. All right, there it is. First try. <laughs> Puzzle games. Fuck, puzzles frustrate me, dude. Ugh, they frustrate me. They do. They do. You gonna watch Super Bowl today? Uh, meaning this game was, this this podcast is a week after the Super Bowl. And uh, who's playing? The uh, Los Angeles Rams. The Rams? And the New England Patriots. Okay, so, oh, who do you think won? Who do you, you think won? I don't watch football, dude. I, I never got into watching other people do like. To me, it gets weird because people get all crazy about it and they say we and we're we're going to the Super Bowl and we won it. I'm like, you didn't do shit besides watch the game. Did yeah. you, you even go to any games and, and actually pay for tickets? Probably not. You just sat at home and fucking had some uh, some pizza rolls with some people and watched the video and watched the the game. I, I've never gotten into it. Yeah. Well, the only reason I'm excited about this year's Super Bowl is they WWE brought back halftime heat. <laughs> so so I'm excited about that. What's that? Uh during the halftime show, they're gonna have um a live match that'll span throughout the whole halftime show. Oh, but on a different channel? Yeah, it's gonna be on the WWE network. Oh, okay. That's kinda cool. Cause you don't so you don't have to watch some could be some stupid who is it, Maroon Five this year? Maroon Five and Travis Scott. Isn't Big Boy going to be there too from Outcast? I believe. I, like, I'm not sure. Cool. I, I think, think he is. I, from what I hear, nobody else wanted to do it, and they said they'll do it. But I think the stipulation is that I think people they they had to have people kneel during their performance or some shit in support of Colin Kaepernick. I don't know. That's just what I heard. I don't know that to be fact or not. Big Boy added to the Super Bowl halftime show. But there you go. It's in Atlanta. They needed an Atlanta artist, I guess. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. AT- I need it. We need an AT Aliens Part 2. <laughs> That's such a good fucking album, dude, Outcast. They just need a album. Yeah. Hey, yeah I, I mean, they didn't break up or anything. It's just, you know. Big Boy puts out music still all the time, though. He has albums out. A bunch of yeah. them. Yeah. It's just Andre ass. <laughs> yeah, it's just Andre's. We need Andre. Goddamn Andre. <laughs> Andre 3000, bro. What you all with that? What you all with that? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been to ATL, I think. I've flown over it, maybe. I've been to it one time. Uh, went to see my nephew uh, perform at a club. And then uh, he smoked weed in front of my wife, who was still a cop at the time. <laughs> how, did, how does your wife adjust from being a cop and then not being a cop? Does she still have that cop mentality? Like, does she see things while she's rolling around and, and want to like say something or do something that she feel obligated? Like if we go to a restaurant, like in the small instances, anytime we go to restaurants, we have to, she has to sit with her back uh, toward the, uh, well, she has to sit facing the exits or whatever. She can't have no doors behind her. Yeah. My stepdad's the same way. And then, um, you know, she'll freaking crime scene, everything and whatnot something missing in the refrigerator like one of her snacks or some shit she's like who ate this shit and ah. just she following the clues or like all right it couldn't have been him because he's been at work from this time to this time and then <laughs> baby got off the bus at this time it had to be the boy <laughs> ah you come home and there's like a there's a cork board with fucking thumbtacks and strings tied to one thing and pictures and you're like you're like babe what's up you're like someone took my goddamn carrots <laughs> <laughs> white bushing last night he was um watching uh, a t- you ever um, watched the show Timeless? I have. First season, I watched a couple episodes. Yeah, we just finished it off last night. So we was turning off TV, getting ready to go to sleep. And she rolled over. She's like, ow. I was like, what's up? She's like, there's a thumbtack in the bed. <laughs> I said, that's from her doing the crime scene stuff. <laughs> well, you and your wife are doing a podcast now, aren't you? Yeah. Kind of, just time to time. Yeah, time after time. That's cool, she, though. She, it was her idea. But I think I'm way more committed to do it than she is. Yeah. But since it was her idea, I'm not pushing the issue. So whenever she say she ready to do it, that's when I'm ready to do it. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, it's one small thing to strengthen your relationship in a different way. That's cool. Yeah, because like, it was her idea. And, it, and that's kind of what it was. It was just like for us to have conversations and whatnot and you know, better communication, blah, 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 blah. It was her idea, and I was down for it, but she doesn't push the issue for her idea. It's like, I'm doing all the work, so I ain't down with all that shit because I'm doing this, my show and another show and all this other bullshit. I was like, fuck it. Yeah, so, that's where it gets, like, recording podcasts for me is fine, but when it comes down to the, oh, okay, the, I got to do all the editing and shit, and then that's not mm-hmm. it. Nope. Then you got to then you gotta do the social media shit. Nope, that's not it. You know, like <laughs> all that stuff is like chore work, and I hate it. Yeah, because like with the wrestling one and um, the main show or whatever, I, I mean, I got a good handle on those two to throw this third one in there that's kind of like half-hearted or whatever. I was like, fuck it. You know, I, I, it'll just it'll get recorded when it's recorded. I'm not paying any hosting fees on it because I do everything off of Squarespace now. So whatever. It'll just float out into the world until we decide to do more. Dude, I'm thinking about leaving Podbean because it costs 10 bucks a month. And I just don't feel like paying it no more. I know there's some free things. I'm thinking about just doing it. I just don't know how I take all my shit and transfer it. Well, um, you can use Anchor. Um, that's completely free. Um, the app is free, and I think you can upload everything to your website. I'm pretty sure it'll just be, be like how it is when you went to Podbean to have a RSS import. Mm-hmm. Just, so Anchor is free. I think Mixcloud is free. And Acast is free, but you're gonna have to read the um, fine print on the Acast shit because I believe from when I remember this was years ago, but they said they'll they'll do everything for you. They'll host it for you for free, 
but I think it come becomes theirs or some shit like that. So you need to really read that if you're interested in that shit. Or you can just get you a website through Squarespace, which I know you don't really need a website, but Squarespace allows me to upload as many podcasts as I want. So I can host a podcast network from Squarespace, my website, if I wanted to, you know, and that's kind of what I've been doing. I've been offering it up to people. You know, I've also been telling them the same thing I've been telling you by Anchor and all these other places. I don't want them to think that like, oh, yeah, I want your shit on my website so I can just get the traffic all for me, motherfucker. I was like, nah, it's nothing like that. It's just like I'm trying to help because I know a lot of people that have been coming to me be like, hey, man, think about starting a podcast and I don't know what to do, blah, blah, blah. I was like, well, the, the, the first thing you need to do is get you some equipment, a microphone or some kind of recording device and just record some episodes. Don't look to publish it nowhere. Just record them for you. Practice. Um, you know, see if you like the process yeah. before you commit to it fully because, I mean, you're going to have to edit shit or, you know, edit it how you feel like you want your your audio to be heard. And, you know, just practice and do like maybe five or six episodes, three to five episodes to see if you like it, see if you like the process. And then if you feel like you can handle it, then, you know, look into a place to publish it or whatnot. But I got a homeboy now. He came to me and I told him the same thing. I'll give you access rights for a page I set up for you on my website and you can just upload your stuff to the um, website and you can have your podcast. I won't charge you a dime just uh, so you can do your shit. And he did that. He got like maybe four or five episodes up there. But that was almost been like in a three month span now. You know, and I was sitting there pressing to me. I was like, hey, dog, you need to put some episodes on the website, man. <laughs> it's just like, do it at your own leisure, man. Because it, the same thing I told him, I was just like, do it to see if you like it. And if you like it, just keep doing shit. Yeah, it's work. You know, as much as fun as it is, it's work. Yeah. Yeah, you got to be ready for it, Rob. Rob, you're the man. Lots of podcasts, dude. You've been on a lot of podcasts. You do a lot of podcast things. You did some, uh, what was that thing, Brick City? Yeah, I had a little bit part in um, a movie called Brick City that's filmed here locally in Houston, Texas. And it will be premiering here on April 4th. I just got the um, ticket information, and I just got the location of the theater and whatnot, the way to be playing it at. So. That's awesome, dude. Are you going to go? Oh, yeah, I'm going to go, oh, yeah. especially since they told me I, I, me and my wife can come for free. So <laughs> Yeah, you guys can come for free, man. It sounds like a cheap hotel. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, you can come free. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. Keep doing what you're doing, man. We need to do this more often. And Yeah, I'm down for that. Whatever. I like to bum rush your podcast sometime. Yeah, don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. <laughs> Fuck yeah, Mr. B-Rob! All right, man, let's, let's roll this one out. Let's roll this one out on a good note. This has been a good podcast, so let's get to the wrap-up. Hey, yo, Freeman. Yo, what's up, Iams? Dude, what's left to do? I'm in. Wrap it up, son. Wrap it up, son. Wrap it up, son. Bam, 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 Rob, you know the gist. Hit me with one. All right, you can find me on Twitter. Once again, I'm saying this because I said all this stuff when uh, Sean took his hiatus to the bathroom. Wait for it. You can find me on Twitter at It's B-Rob. That's I-T-S-B-R-O-B. If you want to talk professional wrestling and any other general shenanigans, that's the place you do it. I also host a podcast called The Random Rams with Rob. You can find that on Twitter at 3R Show. 
Um, you can get to some timey podcast that me and my wife do called The Real Robinsons. And I also do a professional wrestling podcast called Wrestling is Trash, which you can find all these things on randomrobcast.com to include the podcast that I was just talking about by my homeboy called This Way to That Way. And, and there's more. You can find me on Instagram to search the random rounds with Rob because I have a long ass convoluted motherfucking handle <laughs> and I couldn't use 3R Show because some punk ass motherfucker has the account 3R Show. I only got two pictures. They don't post shit. They don't like shit. They don't answer to my motherfucking responses to let me get the motherfucking handle of 3R Show on motherfucking Instagram. I reported them to Instagram saying it was a fraud account but they didn't do shit. Fuck you. Damn. And, and that's it. <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's all. That's a lot of shit, man. She's an anger coming out. It was awesome. It's fucking feeling it. Energy. <sighs> you guys can find me on Twitter at awkward underscore podcast. My personal Twitter account is at they call me I'm saying you can go on that more often, but pff, I don't know. I'm still fucking lazy. Why should I? Uh, if you guys play some video games on Xbox or PS4 or Steam or fucking, I guess there's the Epic Store or Origin, uh, they call me IMs is my gamer tag. Say what's up. Say hello. Say yo, what's up, dude? So I can, we can be friends. Yeah, what's up, man? Uh, hush your face. Hush your face still a thing, Rob? That, are we still doing hush your face? Yeah, um, I tried. I, I'm not going to lie. I tried to uh, back out of the um, Facebook thing because they gave me rights to it, but I can't back out because I had to have the password which is not mine, and I'm scared to ask oh, the, for the password. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, I mean, my stuff is still there. He still retweets the stuff, which I highly appreciate and whatnot. So, big shout out to Rocky, man. So check out Random Ramblings with Rob podcast. All his other podcasts, I think Brand X and uh, Who's Right and uh, Jason and Mindy show. Is this? A, I know they're doing something else. They did the, <laughs> difference, the difference between us podcast, which is pretty good. Uh, Fuck the horrible gamers, all all that shit. You guys check out some cool podcasts, friends, all that good shit. Um, find me on Instagram, at horribly awkward show. Find me on well, YouTube. There's some stuff up there. Facebook. There's some stuff up there. Drop me a voicemail if you like. 510-600-3475. You can find all this down below in the description on your podcast feed. So don't worry about trying to write it down real quick. Just take a look. Email me horribly awkward podcast at gmail.com. Boom. We reached it, man. We reached the end, Rob. Thank you. No, thank you. As Gidget would say. Peace out, Brussels sprouts. Hey, it's the S to the M. And the L to the Issa. Slammer in the house. So drop your listen. Poor with glee, backward cock flies. Merrily sock, bird telecast. Destiny doctor down Callously squandered lamb Heavenly slaughtered broadcast It's the horribly awkward podcast You sound like you sound like the freaking you remember the first Jurassic Park movie when the raptor was calling the other raptors? Wasn't he? <laughs> he was like cool, cool Was he making like clicking sounds and shit? Uh, it was like, poor, poor. It's not, that's what you sound like. Oh, yeah. That's a horribly awkward show. Hush 
your face is coming straight to your ears a podcast network that's changing gears bringing fresh funky pods with a fresh funky beat a family of pods that are bringing the heat there ain't no stopping us keep coming back to us sick ass pods that'll make you hush www.hushyourface www.hushyourface www.hushyourface.com